0: On Thursday, April 23rd edition of the show, we'll talk about Champions for Charity match, Justin Gagey is ready to fight Tony Ferguson, A-Rod and J-Lo want to buy the Mets, and much more. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 711sports underscore podcast or search us on Facebook and Twitter. The top-ranked golfer in the world, Rory McIlroy, sat it off on a Ryder Cup without fans in an interview on Instagram Live sponsored by TaylorMade. McIlroy said a Ryder Cup without fans is not a Ryder Cup. It's not the same. I would much rather than delay the Ryder Cup until 2021 than to play it at Whistling Straight without fans. That's from a European perspective, knowing that I'm going to America and going to get abuse. Obviously, it's better for us, Europeans, to play without fans because you don't have to deal with some of the things we have to put up with. It wouldn't be a great spectacle. It would be no atmosphere. So if it came down to whether they have to choose between not play the Ryder Cup or play without fans, I would just say delay the year. Then he, just, then he suggested to play it in 2021 and delay that year's Ryder Cup to the following because it's scheduled for Italy and that country will still need more time to recover from the coronavirus. Other golfers like Brooks Kepka are not thrilled about playing tournaments without fans either, but the PGA and European Tour are struggling financially. Financially, the decision will ultimately come down to safety and money. If PGA can safely host the Ryder Cup in September, then you can bet the show will go on. New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton says the team is canceling their offseason programs and will not have anything virtually. Payton also said he doesn't think it's worth doing and told the team to be in shape in July when they start training camp. Sean Payton was the first figure in the NFL to test positive for COVID-19 a month and a half ago and is not in favor of the NFL season to start on time. He has donated a lot of money for coronavirus research. Payton told the entire Saints team, take care of your families, your health, and be ready this summer. Payton was quoted as saying with general manager Mickey Loomis, confirming the coach's comments during the pre-draft news conference. NFL teams cannot return to the facilities until May 15th. However, this could also be changed. Most teams currently are doing off-season programs virtually. The former Super Bowl champion coach has been at New Orleans since 2006. His first big move as coach was signing then-Chargers quarterback Drew Brees. He helped guide the Saints to respectability when they beat the Colts for their first Super Bowl in franchise history. The last three years have been heartbreaking for the Saints, losing every time in dramatic fashion with bad calls from the ref. GM of the New Orleans Saints, Mickey Loomis, said he has a lot of trust in his players and they will be in shape by the start of training camp. They also said that players need to focus on their families during these uncertain times. The NFL and NFLPA have agreed that no team in the league can go to the facility until at least May 15th. The league has canceled many events during the coronavirus pandemic. The only big thing the NFL has not canceled was free agency and the draft. However, the league changed the draft this year by moving it from Las Vegas to every team drafting through their homes. Another big thing is that NFLPA Executive Director DeMarcus Smith thinks every NFL team needs to test their players before starting the regular season. NFL currently plans to still have the regular season in 2020 while having international games as well. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The MLB suspended Boston Red Sox replay operator JT Watkins and stripped the team of a draft pick. In January, the Boston Red Sox relieved manager Alex Cora of his duties after learning that he was a part of the Houston Astros' sign stealing scandal in 2017 and in 2019, and did that same thing with the Red Sox when they won the title in 2018. Cora and former player Carlos Beltran were the leaders of the whole scandal. Cora was the team's bench coach and Carlos Beltran was a player at the time. Beltran was hired by the Mets in January when was fired a month later. Cora has said he is thankful to be done with this whole mess and apologized to everyone involved. He also stated, I am grateful for commissioner, thoughtful, and thorough investigation relating to my conduct as Red Sox manager. Cora said, I also take full responsibility for the role I played along with others in the Astros' violation of MLB rules in 2017. The collective conduct of the Astros organization 2017 was unacceptable, and I respect and accept the commissioner's discipline for my past actions. He has suspended through the 2020 baseball season, but couldn't return in 2021. Some fans believe he could come back to the Red Sox, but Boston President and CEO Tom Kennedy said it won't happen. After firing core, the Red Sox needed to hire a manager. A few months ago, they named inter-manager Ron Renegade as full-time MLB, as full-time commissioner. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said he does not believe Corps was aware of the sign stealing scandal in 2019 in the report he wrote. If baseball does come back this season, the Red Sox could have a rough year. Alex Rodriguez and his fiancee pop star JLo went to buy the New York Mets. On Tuesday night, they placed a bid and were represented by JP Morgan Chase. A-Rod's former teammate, Derek Jeter, is the CEO for the Miami Marlins, and according to reports, Rodriguez wants to follow in Jeter's path. The 14-time All-Star and three-time AL League MVP is currently a baseball analyst for ESPN. He made $448 million all-time as a player. Rodriguez played for the Mariners, Rangers, and Yankees. Jennifer Lopez, his fiance and longtime girlfriend, has been a very successful actor and singer. It's funny how A-Rod is one of the all-time greats for the Yankees, and yet he wants to buy their crosstown rival. Both organizations, the Yankees and Mets, do not negotiate any trades with each other. Even though they're in two different leagues, they're one of baseball's biggest rivalries. The Yankees have always been remembered as the most successful sporting franchise in the world, while the Mets have seemed to struggle. The Mets have not won a World Series in over 20 years. They have not been in the playoffs since 2016. Last year, the Mets made a run, but were just short. The Yankees lost in the division round last season. If A-Rod and J-Lo were to purchase a stake in the New York Mets, they would have 80% control over the team. The Wilpon family currently owns the team. Steve Cohen purchased an 8% stake in the team in 2012 $40 million and was going to take control of the whole team in five years starting in 2024. Unfortunately for Steve Cohen, the, the deal fell through and the Mets are still looking for a partner. As for the next few months, with the rough times, it's hard to see anybody, including A-Rod and J-Lo, purchasing a large stake in the New York Mets. However, together, A-Rod and J-Lo have a lot of money and could likely afford a team anytime they want. Not sure how New York Mets fans feel about this, though. Oklahoma City Thunder guard Chris Paul and President said players need at least three to four weeks of training before the season can start. A week and a half ago, ESPN NBA analyst Brian Windhorst said the NBA was thinking about putting a 25-day proposal so the league could reopen. However, the rest of the season could be played without fans in one arena for all 30 NBA teams. Chris Paul is a 10-time NBA All-Star and has been serving as the NBA PA president for seven years now. He is very avid as players should be in shape for the league to come back. Paul said... In a conference call yesterday morning, I'm just letting you know, and I don't think the league would do it anyway. But if they were like, hey, you got two weeks, and then we're going, that's not going to happen. Whatever the amount of time is, just know that players will have the input to say so, because we're the ones playing. That comes first. We don't ever want to put guys in a situation where their injury risk is higher than ever before. The owners have yet to respond to Paul's comments. The league has already lost tons and tons of money, and to think now you have to wait at least three to four weeks, for the season to actually start might not go well with some owners and fans. There are many things to consider if the season does come back. A lot of players can work at their homes and still be in shape. Players like Chris Paul probably have their own gym and weight room inside their homes. So to say players won't be in shape for the league, shape for the when the league comes back might not be accurate. Now there are some players who don't have the access to what Paul has, but most of them can still find ways to train. The NBA is not like the NFL where players have to learn the playbook. However, team chemistry is very important though. In my opinion, once the NBA can come back, it should be played immediately. Justin Gagey said he will be ready for his fight against Tony Ferguson. In an interview with ESPN Brent Okamoto, who covers MMA for the Mothership, Gagey is confident that he will not only be ready for the fight, but he will also become the interim lightweight champion. He said, when they wrap that belt around me, it won't be the destination. It will be the map on the top. That's who I'm looking at. He also said, when I beat Tony, I'm fighting Khabib next. That's what I'm here for, to be the best in the world. And when I fight him, I want to try to him to kill me because I won't respect him if he doesn't. The number one fighter is the toughest weight class in the UFC is itching for a chance to fight against Khabib. When the undisputed champion was not able to fight Tony Ferguson in the UFC 249, Je- Justin Gagey stepped into the fight. However, that fight had been postponed and I was set for May 9th. Gagey has not been able to have a full camp but says he will be ready. Meanwhile, Tony Ferguson just posted a video the other day of him making weight. On that day, he was set to fight Justin Gagey in the first place. Gagey is currently training with other UFC fighters, including UFC Walter champion, Kamado Yusman. This fight card for May 9th is also very deep and contains three title fights in one evening. Expect this to be one of the largest pay-per-views of the year. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady agree to play golf for charity. Well, it's going to happen. That Tiger and Mickelson rematch has been set, but this time they will have backup. Phil Mickelson tweeted yesterday evening after feeling the sting of defeat the first time around. Looks like Tiger Woods is bringing a ringer to the match, Peyton Manning. I'm bringing a goat, Tom Brady, ready to hit bombs. Just before then, Bleacher Report broke the news on Twitter saying the match, Champions for Charity, is coming exclusively on TNT. All proceeds will benefit COVID-19 relief. The date and time are yet to be determined, but most think it will be hosted around the Memorial Day weekend in the state of Florida. According to Turner Sports, the people organization, the event will still need to iron things out with the government and public health officials to follow safety protocols. Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida is in favor of the event and would like for things to get back to normal as quickly as possible. Steve Lloyd, Phil Mickelson's agent, told ESPN, I wish I could say more other than four Hall of Famers competing and Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida is in favor of the event. You may remember that Woods and Mickelson went head-to-head two years ago in an event titled The Match, a winner-take-all. Mickelson won the event at $9 million in cash. This may be one of the biggest televising sports events of the year and for sure the biggest golf event of the year as well. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes.